Fuck yeah! It's 11-11, bitches! <laughs> yeah, well, we'll just see about that. Well, we'll just see about what happens today. Let me turn this heat down real quick. So, I had Jacob on the show yesterday. Hello, Jacob, my favorite astrologist in the whole wide world that's been here many times before. And um, just know he brought it over with him is what he did from the last lifetime. Um, which I feel like could have happened with me. I don't know. I don't know the explanation of why I know what I know, but I know it. And, <laughs> you know, like, um, I just know that one person cannot know that much about astrology and intuit that much about astrology in one lifetime. Um, he has, he's been in the hermit stage, like I said, and he was not, um, comfortable revealing himself or opening up about um, his true authentic self for a while and of course you know things happen for a reason and we discussed like um, that we met two years ago this month and I didn't realize it was two years ago this month that's crazy like I don't keep track of things like that that's logical 3d shit like I just know like we met each other and we hit it off and we've been cool ever since and um you know, he, um, he was brave last night and came out in front of, you know, people on my podcast, which he has not officially come out in his, um, family life and his personal life. And, you know, I, of course, talked about my own negative, um, things and issues of that nature. And so we both stepped out of our comfort zone a little more than we wanted to yesterday, which I did not see that one coming universe. She threw a curveball at me. You know, I did not expect him to bring up, um, the galactic range that this has, this is connecting to. You see what I'm saying? Like, um, what's happening is that we are connecting the old with the new, but the old is actually equivalent to the new because, um, there's a show called Ancient Aliens, and, um, it's not really, when you think of the term alien, it's kind of like segregating because, um, it, it alludes to the fact that we should be here and something else shouldn't be here, and that we have been the dominating species or the dominating race for thousands of years. You know what I mean? And, um, or, or for the infinity of forever, however long the earth has existed and however long man has existed, because honestly, we don't fucking know. No one was around then. Like all they could do is guesstimate by science how long we've been here. But, um, the word alien makes it seem like it would be ridiculous um, to assume that something else bigger or better or more malevolent than us because we've only seen the malevolent, um, you know, side of things in Hollywood and, you know, TV shows and this, that, and the other, that they would be here just to take over the planet, you know, and that there is no possibility in hell that they could be good. You know, have you ever given any thought to the fact that, um, the bad is already here and that's why there's so much suffering and that, that, um, 
higher realms or higher dimensional celestial beings could intervene or have intervened and um, put things in place so that people on this planet would come back to love, you know, would come back to balance and prosperity for all, equality for all, you know, and since I was a child and I was patting around in my sock feet out in the grass, you know, when I was living on Lantana Avenue having um, many types of experiences, um, and my mom losing her shit in that house, you know, like, I would love to know the history of what has went on in 6066 Lantana Avenue in Cincinnati, Ohio, because, you know, the, not only the number would seem intimidating, but, um, 666 alludes to, um, it resonates to nine because six plus six plus six equals 18. Add those together. One plus eight equals nine. Um, which nine is, um, representative amplification, power, acceleration. Um, that's why the mala beads are 108 beads. So when you repeat a mantra 108 times, then the spoken word gives it life, you know, like you begin to speak it into existence every time you use that set of mala beads. So, um, and th these kinds of practices have been in place since, I mean, who brought them here? You know, we're talking about ancient Egyptians and the possibility that the pyramids were healing chambers and that there's been a cover-up saying that it's a tomb. Excuse me, but I don't think from the new documentaries that there were actually any um, recoveries of any bodies in those um, so-called tombs, you know. They still don't understand how, how they were built, um, how such a, I don't know, like a primitive man could have moved those types of limestone or whatever, like tons of solid stone for miles because the nearest bed of that type of stone is miles away like literally how did that happen come on school bus you make me miss like three turns <laughs> at the intersection <laughs> like three people go before me before I get to go but anyways so what we've been what he touched on last night was was the other end of the spectrum you know like um not only is, are the documentaries out there, the research, the science, to prove that there was a possibility that there was some advanced technology happening in ancient times that got buried and hidden, um, but then, it, then the next phase begins when the Catholic Church took over and hid all of that information. And then that's when the Illuminati developed and they were actually the enlightened ones. Because if you look up Illuminati, it means the enlightened ones or the illuminated ones, um, which knew the keys to the universe. They, they knew about this ancient technology and they went underground and then they were in America. Anyways, they were associated with being dark because they were practicing occult things, you know, and it became occult and the word occult only means hidden, you know, and the word apocalypse only means, um, 
the uncovering of information that's been hidden. You know, so basically what we're moving into in the Aquarius age is the time when all of this ancient knowledge is coming forth um, from the so-called Illuminati, which are just the people that went underground so they could safely preserve this knowledge of manifestation, this knowledge of, you know, um, abilities and, the, you know, I mean, uh, okay, let's just put it out there. Let's say what, how did the Egyptians build the pyramid? without being able, without having hundreds of people underneath that stone, walking it for miles and days and miles and days. How would they do it? Let's say the word, levitate. They would have to know something about levitation. Maybe it wasn't so-called levitation. Maybe it was electromagnetic energy. Like they had a device like um, Big Bang Theory. There was a guy, uh, Leonard, that built this machine and he levitated a cannonball. And then the girl he's with is like, oh my God, that's actually kind of cool, you know? So we don't know. Like maybe they use magnets to levitate the, um, the, the stones, but they would have to be some hella crazy magnets. But they were utilizing the forces of the universe. Like there's four forces in the universe. There's gravity, there's um, electromagnetism, and then there's like two more that I'm not a physics expert, so I don't fucking know. <laughs> I forget. But um, anyways, there's certain forces in the universe, and once you have an advanced understanding of them, or even it might have been a simple understanding, like they just put something together accidentally and it worked, or you don't know. But um, like to say that that never existed is absolutely insane. And they're bringing forth this information so people can utilize it, you know. And um, I think it is more of like a levitation thing if you have to ask me. If you have to ask me. You don't have to ask me. You can turn this off anytime. But um, I personally believe they knew more than than has been revealed to us. You know what I'm saying? And those doors and everything in Egypt was like 13 feet tall. Um, they say that is from the procreation of, you know, like human beings with celestial beings or possibility angels, possibility higher dimensional beings that had way more knowledge about the forces of the universe. You know, like... Um, they say UFOs, like when I watched the UFO thing one time, it was talking about how <clears throat> instead of propelling something from the back with an engine, like, you know, we take um, a plane and put engines on it and it propels it forward from pushing force out the back. Okay, so it propels it forward. Well, what they do, what they're, what I'm understanding with UFOs or advanced technologies that they're using in stages of um, the military and such, or they may be researching in the military and not really talking about it, is they literally create a vacuum of space in front of the vehicle or the um, object in motion, and it, it pulls them forward. So they're creating a vacuum somehow in front of this, um, you know, this poor this vehicle or whatever you want to call it so <clears throat> excuse me and that's how um it's able to it has like some way to use the it, it 
creates a different, it's like a pulling instead of a pushing. You know what I mean? It's a space that it's pulled into rather than trying to propel itself forward into the, because the ether, like when you get up there on a plane, you're pushing against something and it like, you know, it's not empty space. It's a fabric. It's a, it's tangible. Like this is air. We call it air, but it's not just air. It's, it's kind of like Einstein said, it's a fabric. It's, it's not liquid. It's not gas necessarily, but it, it definitely is something, you know, tangible. Cause when you run your fingers through the air, you can feel something touching your skin. You can feel the sensation of it running between your fingers. So, um, you know, and that's where like the Nikola Tesla and the frequency and vibration and all of that speaking things into existence. Like you say something over and over and over and over and over and you gravitate it towards yourself. You know what I mean? So you are magnetically drawing it. And just like planets have gravity, you have gravity. Like you have a force within you. You are a magnet and don't even know it. But those are the kinds of things that the Illuminati have brought forward and things that were left out of the Bible and that the church um, purposefully, um, basically they took all kinds of symbolism and destroyed it. The cross was a, actually used to be um, a plus sign, so to say, like um, the compass, which was representative of the inner compass like the emotional guidance system, go towards what makes you feel good. You know, like, um, you know, it, there's many different ways it can be interpreted, but the cross was stolen. You know, the star was stolen and turned upside down and put inside a circle and called pentacle and made evil. The swastika was originally, um, something that was hung throughout Europe and Asia for, um, bringing prosperity and good fortune to your home. And then the Nazis destroyed that. But of course, we all know that Hitler had an extreme, complete understanding of repetition, uh, repetition and programming the mind. And he knew that his, if he splattered his face all over and he repeated it over and over, that they were the most dominant country on the planet from morning, noon, and night, that that country would eventually bend that he was going to gain control of their minds and convince them that they could take over the world. And um, then, of course, my theory is, is that because the Jewish people had the knowledge of the Kabbalah, which is the tree of life, and it has all the keys of the universe, he wanted all of them dead. So look what he did. He killed every Jew that he could get his hands on, basically, without sounding insulting to Jewish people. So, because they already knew the knowledge of the divine masculine, the divine feminine, and they wanted to kill all of that knowledge. You know, they wanted to banish it and keep it for themselves. So, throughout history, this has been knowledge that has been hidden by the Illuminati that was actually, thank you Illuminati for getting that information over here. And now the internet has unfolded and now this knowledge is worldwide and people are starting to understand that the earth, not only every person has a torsion field or a torsion field, however it's pronounced, um, but the earth has an electromagnetic field that basically is like a huge donut that it, you know, it rolls around the planet. You know what I mean? Like it's basically 
energy. It's kind of like, I want to say like a force field, but it's also like a grid that, you know, um, when you speak things out in, like right now, when I'm speaking this, I'm speaking it more into reality. I'm speaking it more into truth. It's, it's be, reality is way more malleable than you would think because my experience of reality sitting next to someone drinking coffee at Starbucks, they're very 3D and I'm very more 5D because I see all the possibilities in the universe that we can absolutely have peace on earth. And he's sitting in over there in the mentality of like 1990, having a totally different experience in 3D, meaning lower vibration, believing, watching the news, believing that the world is falling apart. And 20 years from now, it could be peace on earth, earth completely. Because um, the thing about metaphys metaphysics is that when... A group of people, a collective consciousness, a lot of people begin to believe a certain way. The whole planet will get that information whether they like it or not. Okay, because there's experiments, and I'm not sure what they're called. or I've talked about it on the podcast before. I might have even blogged about it. Is Okay, so let me think what it's called. Morphic Resonance. Um, what's his name? Uh Oh, God, what is his name? Oh, he's been on so many interviews. I forget. Just look up Morphic Resonance. And he's, uh, I think he's British. And um, he talks about, like, say, say you take a rat or a monkey or something and you um, teach it something or it learns something. Well, then it's going to do that. And then the other primates or mammals around it learn how to do that as well from that animal and pretty soon through some way shape or form plant randomly on the other side of the planet like through quantum entanglement other primates or mammals on the other side of the fucking planet begin to do that without being taught you see what I'm saying? Like, there is some way that that information gets transferred to the animals on the other side of the fucking planet. And they begin doing that same evolved behavior that that one monkey was taught here in the United States. You see what I'm saying? There's, it's called morphic resonance. When one person evolves or has an idea, it begins to spread throughout the species. Now, whether that's telepathy or it's quantum entanglement because we are all connected we are all energy we all came from at one point um you know there they say we came from the big bang and everything came from a tiny little speck of dust smaller than the size of a pencil eraser and then the universe exploded into existence but guess uh, guess what we were all one at one time and since we were all one at the same time even though we exploded into separate entities, planets, beings, animals, you know, buildings, stores, it doesn't matter. We, we're all connected. It's all vibration. It's all frequency. Like, it's all energy. Squiggling and atoms bouncing off of each other. Nothing is solid in this universe. Like, it is a playground. It is a, 
A lot of people say it's an illusion, but it's not an illusion because it's still an experience for each and everybody's soul. So, um, basically, what was taken from us when that knowledge was hidden was our birthright to experience prosperity and the malleability of reality, the, the ability to experience and the hope. Now we're moving more into a hope mentality, you know, because I see it on the news, like every now and then they'll have an actual good story. And they're like, well, maybe the world isn't dying after all, you know, because people are just stopping watching the news because there's nothing positive on there. So they're like having to lean into pos pos positivity because people are just going to other means because it doesn't feel good to listen to negative shit. We've started to discern that we want to listen to something good. And that is the reactivation of that inter, inter, inner compass that says, that doesn't feel good. This feels better. I'm going over here. That's you aligning with what feels better to you personally. And that's what is amazing about listening to that inner compass, that inner guidance. So, anyways, how I feel like this ties in with the galactic thing is that... Um, you know, now there's so much declassified information coming out from, like, the CIA and, um, you know, the Stargate experiments with um, remote viewing and, you know, people that are still alive that have had experiences that are declassified now. And they're coming forth and talking about it where their lives were threatened before, you know, while they were in the process. But this stuff was going on 25, 30 years ago, 50 years ago. I mean, when was the, um, the theory of real relativity discovered? When did Einstein bring that out? I don't know, in the 20s or 30s or something. That's around the time that they started understanding a little more about quantum physics and ether and lots of things. And then the double slit experiment happened and they understood that um, matter behaves differently when you observe it than when you don't observe it. You know what I mean? That we actually have uh, the ability to affect matter with the way we observe it. And then even more so with having the ability to um, observe, you know, like once we open our eyes and get in our car, you know, we can have the emotional state of this day's going to suck or I'm going to be late or I'm going to be in tons of traffic. And then the universe says yes, 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 yes. The universe only says yes. So, Guess what? You get delivered on a silver platter. You get to be late, you get to have a shitty day, and you get to run late. All of those things are fulfilled for you. Um, it's like having a genie and a lamp, but getting infinite wishes fulfilled. So you begin to become mindful of what you're thinking about, what you're speaking into existence, and what you are experiencing. And you don't get the full effect of that until you start utilizing it. Until you say, well, I ain't got nothing to lose. Everything else has fucking failed in my life, so I may as well try it, you know. And that's when I discovered that, um, you know, a lot of good things started happening for me when I started leaning into the stuff that I liked. You know, the stuff that fills your soul and makes your heart happy 
instead of um, doing what everybody else wants you to do. And it's like, at what point are you going to live your life for yourself and not for everyone else? You know, like you start drawing lines, like saying, no, I don't want to go to that dumb baby shower or no, I don't want to work at that place anymore. Or, you know, you don't have to go jumping and quitting like I did a lot of the times. I was like, ah, I can't take it no more. I got to go because I would push my emotions down to keep other people comfortable and then I would explode. You know what I mean? Because you can only take so much and your soul will say, that's enough. We're out of here. Bye. You know, with a relationship, with a job with something so conflicting to what your inner soul is calling for that you have to exit sooner or later. You're going to repel each other so much that you have to exit it. And you're naturally going to gravitate towards what is calling you because what you, what your heart wants is pulling you, it's calling you no matter what. So everybody has something down deep that they're not, maybe not talking about. That they want to pursue. And it doesn't matter if it's metaphysics. It could be like I've always wanted to teach people about. Um, I know a lot about hair. Or I know a lot about flowers. Or I know a lot about um, fishing. Or I know a lot about um, how to groom dogs. Or you know like because I'm passing a dog groomer. But um, you know like whatever brings your heart joy like that's what we should be utilizing and talking about and you know whatever you have that brings you joy in your life get on and podcast about it get on and talk about it on youtube you know work your way into it if you don't want to be on camera do a podcast you know but anyways so that's how we begin to lean into our own prosperity because there's more than enough to go around. There's 8 billion people on this planet. Someone's going to like the same things that you like. And they're going to like, they're going to be like, God dang, she's crazy. She's funny. She's outside the box. I really like her. She's wacky. You know, she cusses and burps on her podcast, you know, like, you know, she's down to earth. You know, I understand her. She's very, um, woo woo, but I'm very, fun and grounded at the same time. Like, um, even though you don't want to get drunk with me and you don't want to get high with me because I will be in metaphysics in about 2.2 seconds. <laughs> so anyways, um, like, but that's who I was born, you know, like that's okay. Like so many things, uh, more about the galactic thing. Um, it freaks me out a little bit because it's like, you know, all of these UFO documentaries are out there and you hear the term star seed a lot and you hear the term light worker a lot and you hear the terms indigo child, um, waves of volunteers from Dolores Cannon, like, um, one, one, two, and three. And I swear to God, I think my mom and dad were wave one. They were wave one after the atomic bomb went off. The universe said, fuck this, earth is gone crazy, we've got to intervene, you know, because a nuclear bomb going off resonates throughout the whole universe, it disturbs the whole fucking universe, like, you're about to fuck up the order of everything with, with the hate and violence that's going on, on this sick ass planet back then, so, um, prayers went up for peace, the, the hippie folks came in, they started talking about love instead of war, and I think they were part of the first wave. Like, they were born in the 40s and the 50s, you know. And, like, my parents, even though they were born in, 
you know, or like down in poor parts of Appalachia, Kentucky. They grew up on organic food and that's what people are gravitating back to with meditation and they're wanting to develop their intuitive abilities and um, quiet their mind so they can open up and activate the third eye and their intuition and their imagination and creativity and you it, to stand out in today's world these 3d companies are having to incorporate fun they're having to uh, resonate to positivity instead of convincing someone that they're fat and they have to you have to be this in order to be happy no we've already transcended that we're like we don't need you to make us feel good. We feel good now by not paying attention to shit that makes us feel bad, you know? So we've transcended like the body shaming. We've transcended the, um, a lot of us have transcended racism. A lot of us have transcended, um, like feeding energies, like politics, like we see you, but we know that you're not going to last. This is your last run. That's why you are over there in a panic running around you you seem like you know what you're doing and that you feel solid but that's a fake facade because this is your last go around like we already have um more evolved people in politics and it's just one more year in the next year things are going to flip the tables are turning and everyone is going to um start to benefit from more prosperity programs changing in this country like us changing over to newer forms of energy like transitioning into technology that's going to cost us less money we're going to conserve energy while we're at work and flip the lights on with our smartphones as we go home you know like we're gonna have an amazing leap in evolution so, cause I've already been to one country over in Canada where there's like wind machines everywhere. When you cross that bridge in Michigan into Windsor, that's all you see. Like that's how they, they have new forms of energy, you know, and that's going to bring the cost down for our energy. It should have never costed us anything in the first fucking place. Imagine not having an electric bill, how much that would benefit us all. And, you know, like... Not only that, but allowing and hoping and, and encouraging education to be free in countries. So that would that would just help your country flourish more if you allowed your people to be educated for free or little to no cost. Um, how can they contribute to society when they're bogged down with student loans and, you know, things of that nature? And um, how can one person be living in a neighborhood in a $5 million home and two streets over someone starving to death, living on the street homeless. That's, that is not what I came to this planet to experience. That's not what I envisioned for this planet. Um, everyone has a right to, um, to food, shelter and it's, it, and self-esteem and, you know, a good self-image. We all have a purpose and we, there's room for everyone on this planet. There's no one that should be leaving. We should be leaving out, you know? Um, 
We can teach those people things. We can give them haircuts and get them off the drugs and give them love and give them attention and care about them long enough to get them out of the dumps, you know, and get them into the frame of mind where we can teach them a trade and you can participate in society, you know, you know, it's just that no one, no one has cared. Like, cause you, we have these blinders on that says we only have to care about ourselves, but nobody knows about universal flow. Like, um, what you put out comes back to you. If you're blessed, you will get more blessings if you, if you give back, you know, and I might not have money to give back right now, but I have knowledge and I can share that knowledge with you and you can use it to manifest and you can, and then someday or not someday, um, maybe even today, maybe tomorrow, maybe this week, because so much astrological stuff is going on so much magic and energy is up and people's spirits are up and we're moving into the abundant harvest season and the magical spirit of Christmas, which exists all year around, but people just, um, have been brainwashed into thinking it's only existent at Christmas time. Um, we, you, all these beautiful heartfelt commercials start coming on. So when our hearts open, we're more generous, you know, we spend more, but why wouldn't the companies want to promote that shit year round? And then we would, um, you know, we would all flourish more. We would all give back more. We would all love each other more. We would contribute to each other's wellness more. Um, because we know that the universe is always going to take care of us, you know, that no one's going to be left out. You know what I mean? Like when you say, I, I know no matter what happens, I'm all, my needs are always met. My cup is always overflowing, you know, that the universe is going to, to have your back always. If you believe that way, if you believe that you're going to fail and, everything's falling apart in your life, then that's absolutely what you're going to receive. So, um, it's all in the perception and, you know, the way you observe reality is what you're going to experience. So, um, it's, it all has to do with beliefs because look at Bruce Lipton, read his information and Greg, um, Braden, look at their information. Like they're talking about the biology of belief. Um, how your beliefs control what you see in your reality, what you receive in your reality. And the Buddha said, what you think and is what you become. And, you know, what you believe is what you perceive or whatever. You know, like I read it last night on Facebook. There was some kind of something. But anyways, um, I forget what, exactly how that phrase goes. But, um, you know, just Henry Ford whether you believe you can or you can't, that's what exists. That's what it is in your reality. So, you know, it's like, uh, think better thoughts and you'll receive better on the outside as above. So below meaning as in your thoughts, so is reflected in your reality on the outside. It's that simple, you guys. Like, um, and it's hard. It's not hard. I'm not going to say it's hard because then that's a belief that I have to break. Um, it can be challenging in the beginning to become mindful of 
your thoughts and what you're speaking into existence and what your beliefs are because they're so deeply ingrained like in our what is that like the neurons of our brain um they say once you think a thought so many times it creates a pathway and that you know it's deeply ingrained and it's that's why it's tough to turn it around and reprogram you know so um but you can do it it's a choice it's not it's not inconceivable you can change the way you think and it's going to change the way you see and perceive reality you know so um i'm getting ready to sneeze hang on thank <coughs> you <laughs> bless me you know like i always bless myself especially when no one else is around because i'm like i'm worth it you know like if no one else is going to bless me i will bless myself you know so, um, I do absolutely believe there is something to that because you're literally sending someone a blessing when you say bless you, you know? So why wouldn't I want to bless myself? You know, I know my worth. I know my value. I know that what I'm uh, teaching people or what I'm attempting to teach people or reach people with is going to rock your world. I'm on board with Russell Brand. I'm on board with Oprah. I'm on board with, um... Oh my God, let me try to think. Who else? Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, so many people understand. Um, then then you see celebrities that constantly just go batshit crazy like Chris Brown. He doesn't understand the keys of the universe yet. <laughs> He's like, keeps repeating uh, negative thoughts, I think, because things go, keep going batshit crazy for him. Either that or the news is skewing everything, so... Because, you know what, the universe throws us a curveball every now and then, you know? And then they they like to say, oh, guess what? That person flipped the fuck out, you know? And um, they went to jail and the police showed up and blah, 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 and all this stuff. But they don't want to talk about the 99% of the time when everything is going great for everyone. And that everyone's helping each other and participating in the unity of this planet right now. So, um, but anyways, we're, we're to that point now where we're, I, I've heard it called the zero point. I've heard it called the tilting point. I've heard it called, um, uh, what else have I heard it called? I've heard it called the event. I've heard it called the shift. I've heard it called, um, uh, apocalypse. I've heard it called, uh, lots of things. And it's like, um. It's, it's a slow process, okay? It's not one day you're going to be this and the next day you're going to be that. Now, for folks who know about quantum leaping, hey, get it done, do your thing. You got balls and get her done. And you you can't, I do believe that quantum leaps are possible. Quantum jumping, um, one day you're one thing and the next thing you're the next. That's amazing, and that um, you can tap into the infinite knowledge of the universe and go into a meditative state and chat with your future self who's already successful at what you want to do, and then you say, please guide me towards the success that, you're ha that you have, you know, this version of myself in the future that's already successful, so you 
will be pulled towards that. So um, you set the you set the destination, and the universe will magnetize you or reel you into that. You know what I mean? So um, that's what Will Smith talks about when he says, "Once you make a decision, then." The universe will bend for you. And that interview with the gentleman at the desk when I Am Legend first came out, he had an interview and he talked about the alchemist. He said, the universe is like water, like wants to bend for you and stuff. And absolutely, you set the destination and the universe will deliver you to it. So put your hook in it and reel yourself towards it, you know, like set your sights on it. Or sometimes you squiggle, you do not go in a straight line to what you think you're going to. You know, like you will still end up there because me and Jacob were talking. You're like cutting through the jungle. Sometimes you're cutting. You're taking the shortcut. You you told the universe you wanted this. Now you're cutting through the jungle to get there. You know what I mean? And it isn't always smooth sailing, but we're still on our way on the shortest path towards what we want. But you have to have that vision of where you want to be first. So, and the universe will deliver it for you. So I was deciphering since all of this energy is so amplified right now on the tail end of so in um, the 1111 portal, the full moon in Taurus tomorrow, which is all about decadence and luxury and um, a fixed earth sign that just won't put up with anything less than what they're used to. Like um, the finer things in life, um, very stubborn sign. Um charging forward to get what I want, um, you know, and then we've got Jake who came in and told me, told us on the podcast last night about, um, Jupiter going, it is in Sagittarius right now, which means, um, Jupiter is all about abundance, expansion, growth, um, and, you know, like the Santa Claus planet, um, basically for manifestations and, then it's in the element of fire, Sagittarius. It's in the sign of Sagittarius, which resonates to the fire, energy of fire, which is a quick, quick delivery. And then there was some other reason that it was flowing very easily in that sign. So it's a, a smooth, quick delivery of um, manifestations um, having to do with luxury, expansion, um, maybe monetarily, but on the other hand, you've got the metaphysical Neptune, the very esoteric, um, etheric planet of Nep Neptune in Pisces, which is the most spiritual, intuitive sign, and also sm um, moving smoothly, the energy flowing smoothly, and I forget what P Pisces is, I think it's a water sign, because I, I know it's a fish, but sometimes they're tricky. It's a fish and it's air or something. I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's a water sign, though. And um, so that means it's going to flow very easily to you. And that metaphysical or paranormal experiences can happen and synchronicities can happen. So on the higher end, you're going to have synchronicities, connections with um people, places, and opportunities that get you to the next level of what you want to manifest. If you have a vision board, it's going to take you to the next level. And then you're going to have on the lower vibrational end, you're going to have paranormal experiences, scarier, um, people not understanding what the fuck's going on in their life when they have a synchronicity, um, 
you know, and then those people are going to gravitate towards people like us who they're going to, they're going to need guidance from people. The only person I know that knows anything about woo woo shit is Missy. So, you know, I'm going to go to Missy and be like, what the fuck is going on in my life? Why do I feel like I'm losing my shit when something really paranormal just happened or something, um, what we would call synchronicity, you know, like a repeated pattern of things lining up. And then you, when you're having a spiritual awakening and things like that start happening, you feel like you're losing your mind basically because you're like, this isn't the way reality usually works. And it's the universe's way of waking you up and saying, yes, this is how things work. It doesn't continue on for a while, but it does it enough to where it gets your attention and you think you're losing your shit is what it is. And, uh, um, like metaphysical events. Um, it might be dreams. It might be apparitions. It might be hauntings. It might be, um, you know, synchronicities. It might be lots of things. It might be seeing the angel numbers and you're not used to that. You might see, a, uh, you might have repetitious thoughts and then turn on the radio and you ask a question and the lyrics answer the song, answer the question for you. Like as soon as you turn the radio on they're talking about the same thing but when things like that are back to back to back for like a week that'll get your fucking attention <laughs> you know like we're talking about a spiritual awakening on a big scale right now that's what the energy of this full moon and 1111 gateway is like and also if you blend those two energies metaphysically synchronistically you could have an expansion in your spiritual knowledge or in your manifestations, whatever you have told the universe, whatever you've ordered specifically from the universe, that you're going to get that. So you can go to the next level of teaching, the next level of knowledge, gaining more knowledge so you can pass that knowledge on. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, the universe needs you to expand to do more of your work. It needs you to reach more people. So, you know, you may get a huge opportunity to move forward to bring awareness to more people because guess what that's going to do to the people around you locally? They're gonna, you're going to start getting their attention like, hey, wow, she just got a new opportunity. There's something to this. Uh, we better look into it. You know, it's going to trigger. It's going to have a ripple effect to the light workers that were just people having a podcast. Now they're people getting interviews on talk shows. Now they're people getting book deals. Now they're people getting, um, working at psychic fairs, you know, doing Oracle card readings, making money, you know, like reaching more people. So going to YouTube, expanding into YouTube, monetizing my account on there, making money on YouTube, doing what I love, you know, like, Hey, Maybe there is a way I can do what I love and make money at it. You know, you're going to have a ripple effect on people. So, anyways, um, I'm done blabbing, and it's about time to get into work. So, um, today is going to be an awesome day for all of us, and just stay positive. If nothing happens today, this energy is around for a few days, you guys. Just um, swim in it. Don't try to control anything. The best thing I can tell you is to just allow. Uh, you've put your intentions out there. It's harvest season. You've planted those seeds all year long. You're saying, repeat it over and over and over. This is what I want. 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 And the universe has heard every thought, every spoken word. Um, they see the contrast. They understand your momentum, where you want to go. 
and you may just slingshot into that in the next few weeks and and it would be wise to basically expect that, you know, expect something to work out in your favor, you know, instead of looking the other way, like nothing works out for me, say everything works out for me. Even if you don't, you don't pay attention to what's in front of you right now. You, you lean into the future by saying, I'm not going to pay any attention to what's going on in this very second. Cause that's going to convince me that nothing good is coming. I'm going to pay attention to what's pulling me. What's pulling me forward is my intentions that I've set. And the universe is already, I'm almost there. I'm at the finish line. The universe is going to say yes. It's already said yes. And I'm so close, I can taste it. So, and I'm going to lose my shit if it doesn't pop soon. You know, <laughs> like, um, you know, I feel like I've been sitting on a bubble and it's going to pop any second and things are going to explode into my reality. Someone's coming for me or someone's going to find me or I'm going to hit some, I'm going to have some opportunity to come work for someone that's amazing and high vibrational and they're going to pay me really well for my services. Because back in the day, royalty had, um, they went to the prophets, you know, for, their next move for war and guidance and for their own prosperity and what they should do next. So this could totally parallel that, you know, this day and age, um, you can have, I mean, I'm putting my Oracle card readings out there for celebrities. I'm like, um, there is a distinct possibility that someone could say, Hey, holy shit. She got that right on the money. I'm going to call her and have her do that for me weekly you know, and pay you really well to do it. So it's like, why is that possibility? I can't, if I can't imagine that, then I can't receive it. So I'm doing what spirit told me to do. Spirit inspiration has led me to do celebrity Oracle card readings on my YouTube channel, which is just called Missy Conley. So, um, anyways, you can find me on YouTube and also simply divine readings is on Facebook. There's a page you can book on there. Um, you can reach out to me through a private message on Facebook, Missy S. Conley, and um, Twitter and Instagram at Missy Conley11. Um, of course, you can always find me here at Positive Energy Alchemy, and um, you can find me um, on Facebook. I have a group and a page called Positive Energy Alchemy, and... Um, then, if you'd like to support me monetarily so you can have more of my time then uh, in more ways and I can create more um, readings and have, you know, the ability to upgrade my process and get more podcast time, then you can go to my PayPal account, which you can go to, you know, send to my email is connect at missyconley.com or... Um, Missy Conley one, 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 one. Um, that's the PayPal me link. So, um, I'm on Patreon too, Missy Conley, I think, but, um, I don't really ever go on there. So <laughs> like, I don't even understand how to use it yet. So, um, anyways, I love you guys and have the best, most prosperous, good luck, um, good fortune and may something totally amazing manifest for you today on 11, 11. I mean, there's five ones in today. There's like one, 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 nine. You know what I mean? Like that's the date today. So we are past four ones. We're into five ones. I mean, like that's amazing to me. So I love it. 
um, have fun. Just try to be light and attract, um, say universe, I expect nothing but the best and the ease and flow today for me at work. You know, like that's what I expect is nothing but ease and flow. So, you know, and enjoy the ride. So I love you guys. Talk to you later. Bye.